0: Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for those of you who moved around Um, to pray for one another and give you a minute to go back to your seats. And it's at this time that I am going to invite up uh, someone who I greatly respect and who I am just thrilled that is here today. And so I will go ahead and invite up Pastor Tomas today as we get the very high privilege of hearing from him. And so for those of you who have been to Mexico before, how many people have been to Mexico on this this specific mission trip for common ground? Not like Cancun on the beach, but like you went a few of us, okay, awesome. Well, I'll go ahead and invite Pastor Tomas up, because some of you have had the chance to, to meet him and to hear him. Uh, he is kind of a legend down there. Pastor Tomas is a very significant leader um, for the Christian Missionary Alliance down in Mexico as actually the president of the denomination down there. And I just had a great time this last spring where we put on a pastor's conference, a retreat for pastors from just around that Chihuahua area, Um, and it was cool to encourage those guys and for me to be able to speak, but one of the coolest parts about that retreat for me um, was getting to see Tomas pour into those leaders and pour into those pastors, those church planters, those missionaries down there in Chihuahua, and the way that he just loved them, encouraged them, but he had hard words to them as well, um, but I was just really impressed by his leadership and just his wisdom in that, and so this is a man that I've been really inspired by, and that I'm really excited for you guys to hear from as well, and so if you'd be okay, with it, I'd love to just pray for your request, and then we'll turn it over and get to hear from you, let's do the message. So if you go ahead and bow your heads with me as we pray um, So Father God We just thank you for the privilege that it is To hear from Pastor Thomas. Um, we just praise you for the work that you've done in him for him We just see your hand of favor On him and we just ask that you would continue To impart on us Blessings um, from the ministry that you're doing in. And so God as he teaches just said we just ask That you'd be speaking in powerful ways Would you just be writing these words on our hearts and minds Would you just be moving us action and to change through this. And so we just thank you for the chance to hear from Tomas. Would you continue to build in us a passion for the work that you were doing um, down in Rio Chico, in Chihuahua, and Pennybaca, and in all those cities that were able to see your work be done. And so God, we just pray for the sign and we thank you for Tomas. Would you just empower him and equip him? And so Jesus, it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Uh, okay. That's Tomas Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Would you like to stand? I I I need it. You have to stand.
0: Yeah. Do you want me to read them? Yeah, but this is Spanish. I could try to read in Spanish if you want, but <laughs> I'll read them. Where am I going? What am I reading? It's uh, sixteen uh-huh. and twenty-seven.
1: First Corinthians.
0: So I will be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. That's 16. First Corinthians 9, verse 16.. Yet when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast, for I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. If I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If not voluntarily, I am simply discharging the trust committed to me. What then is my reward? Just this, that in preaching the gospel I may offer it free of charge, and so not to make use of my rights in preaching it. And though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. Please Now, 27. No, I beat my body, and I make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. (laughs) Well, it's my first time that I speak in English, you know, and preach in English, and I really... One, you, you, well, I apologize, you know, because my English is real bad and I'm going to make a lot of mistakes, but uh, when uh, I started in the in the gospel, when I was 17 years old, some missionary from the United States, they went to my little town in Mexico, and, and they, they was preaching in English, in Spanish, but nobody understood what they were saying, you know, Everybody was taking their own message, you know, but uh, but they was speaking in in that kind of language, not Spanish, not English, but something, you know, and we was trying to uh, to know what they want to say to us, you know, and uh, I was thinking, well, <laughs> if they did, why why I'm not, you know? Now I have the opportunity to, to, to speak in some English that you, you don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, <laughs> forgive me. I really appreciate uh, this occasion, you know, because uh, uh, this is a wonderful church, and uh, I really enjoy with the people that you sent to Mexico, beautiful young people that work and bless us so much. And it's for me a great privilege to come and say thank you. Thank you, because you go many miles to the south and bless us and uh, encourage us in our work that we are doing in, uh, in Mexico. But uh, one other thing that I'd like to share with you this morning is uh, something like my testimony, how the Lord is working uh, in, uh, in Mexico. In uh, this way, in this way, probably you're gonna have more ideas to pray for us, and uh, there is there is gonna be a great blessing to to us in Mexico. In, in what I was reading in this Bible, the Apostle Paul, he was a great man of the Lord. He said that uh, if I preach the gospel. I, I have a necessity, the Lord is putting in my heart to do it. It's a great need that I, that I it's like a responsibility. I, I cannot go this way or this way. I need to do what the Lord wants me to do, you know. And what I need to do is share the gospel, you know. I will have another choice, you know, just to share the gospel. And, and sometimes, in my way to see the people, the Christian people, I see that we have many Christian people, but they really don't know what is the purpose of God in their own lives. And I mean, I mean that probably in each person, Christian person, are uh, many thoughts, ways to think, you know. But they say, well, we need to make, to buy a house, to buy a car, to have a work, a career, a career or something, you know, and, and, and good things, you know. And, and, and probably we are thinking to have uh, uh, successful in our work, in our careers and everything we do, but uh, we need to know that we, the Lord called us to live forever, not just to live for a short time in this world. No matter if the people have money or not, uh, is the people is so smart, so young or oh, storage so, rich. so No, no matter. The only thing that move the Lord to come to this earth is that He wants us to live forever. And when we accept the Lord in our lives, we give the reins of our lives to the Lord. He's the one who needs to do what He wants in our life, to our lives. Now I'm 70, year, seventy years old. When I was 17, I met the Lord. Because some missionaries you sent to Mexico, they speak, that kind of Spanish, I was talking, and, 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 and the Lord saved my life. And, and the fourth thing that I, I know when I was a Christian is that I need to share the good news to other young people to other old people. In my church was like uh, this area in my town. We were few people. Most of the people were not Christian. And I it was really sad when I see those people without Jesus. For me, it's the most important thing in a, um man or woman is that they know who Jesus is. Because when dead people accept the Lord they become to be very different. I cannot explain how beautiful it is when we receive forgiveness. It's something that I cannot explain. But uh, you know many years ago when I did that decision, look to me, it was yesterday. I feel happiness. I feel so privileged. But uh, sometimes we we say, well, if, we, if you come to be a Christian, you need to do this, this, this. We have many rules, you know. And uh, if we put those rules when you go to your church, you go to church, you need to be like this. You like to be a Christian, you need to be, this. you need to read these books, you need to go this place to other place, you need to change, you wait to live, many, many things, you no? But uh, I guess we can create one another. Because they are not even right like we want in Christian life but uh, we are talking about uh, how perfect they are but so many Christians they are looking how everybody is sharing the word of God to others and for me this is most important the how you live tell so you all the time no matter how long you live in this earth you're going to be fighting with you a perfect life but you are going to have victory when you pass away but before you want going to work every day to do what the Lord wants us to do. in a Every one of us like a Christian. We we have great potential, God potential. We are a treasure of the Lord. In this earth, we are a light. We are an answer to the people. In uh how I am this morning. How me, how is my spiritual life? If I look around my own self myself, I can see, well I have now this, I have not this, when I have this I gonna do this and, and maybe that kind of thinking. You know? When I be old I'm gonna be happy, when I got married I'm gonna be happy, when I have many kids are gonna be happy? No. You're gonna be happy today. If you are not happy today in the Lord, you're never gonna be happy. Because the Lord is called us to be Christian today, not tomorrow. This is the day to worship the Lord, to love the Lord. To express what the Lord is doing in our lives. No matter what we got. Whether you are sick, you have problems, I I, I, heard, I hear I heard many of you was say we need that somebody pray for us. It's so good. But no matter how problems, what kind of problems we have, we need to do the will of the Lord in our life. If we are sick, we are working to do what the Lord wants us to do. If we are uh, uh, healthy, we need to work. If we got money, we need to work the, the will of the Lord in our lives. If we, <laughs> if we are young, we, if we are old, when I was young, I was thinking, if I be older, I'm gonna be better. The people gonna respond to me when I be older, the people they gonna try to listen to me. And now when I'm older, older, some people say, it's too old. <laughs> <laughs> but no matter how old I am, I am a potential, the Lord's potential, he got something powerful in our lives what I'm trying to say (laughs) is that it's not believe in what we are, believe in what God is And when I uh, later in this city it's a beautiful city. I see many, many people. And my question is, these people they all these people know who the Lord is. If I live here in this city, I need to think in the schools, the universities, in uh, the people from different areas from the city and try to know if they really know the law. And try to invite them to come to this one church. Probably 100 of them, probably from 100, uh, 900, 9- say no, the 10% is yes. Okay. It's very funny. If the 100%, 99% say no, and 1% say yes, it's a wonderful thing. But I have a real big challenge. Many people, many kids, many homes without Jesus. Even in the United States of America, this is a wonderful country. Secure country. We live in Mexico. It's so beautiful, Mexico. Cancun, many other places. Beautiful. But a lot of insecurity. Insecurity, people killing, people taking, things is bad when you come to your country is very different. Why? Because these people have many rules, the laws, the Bible rules. But many people, they need the law. When the Apostle Paul is talking about God, the children and I need to do it in uh, not because I will not make something for myself. No, no. This is a need idea. And I don't know how to say this. Wow. If I don't how do you say that? Wow. Yeah. If I don't speak, I don't know what is going to happen with you. I need to do it. This is like I need to do it. And uh, when I start my Christianity life I see that I have little things you know I was when I was 10 years old my father died and uh, I grow I I am the older kids of my house you know my younger brothers and my mom was suffering a lot too to, to work with us, you know, while kids. And I was really eh, sad, you know, to because I was young. I was 20 years old. And I was designed to grow and be a great head to my mom. But when I was looking at I had 30 years old, when the Lord came to my life, Changed my life. When I was about 20, I decided to go to a seminary to learn more about Jesus and share with the people who were living in the town. Because even the pastor, there was in the church, they never went to a seminary. And uh, no man. We was running out of money. No money to buy the ticket to go to to, to the seminary. And in the shoes, they don't know what they mean, you know. Yes, I was praying. And somebody told me that they're gonna give me some money, pay me some money, and I I can buy my ticket to to go to Monterey to the seminary, but uh, that person then they had the money. When I was one day before to uh, I had only one choice. I need to do something. In my little town all, all of us we was riding horses, no cars, just horses. But uh, I have my horse, very lovely horse. Uh, I really love horses. And this horse was very special to me, like my friend. And uh, you don't know probably what me, but uh, you have dogs, you know. And in, 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 uh, in, uh, one day before I had to leave, I see my horse and uh, some people they was giving before probably like uh, well a lot of money but uh, one day before nobody was giving a lot of money. I didn't take my horse to a place where they killed it and make uh, food for and they give me just just few money, few money and I need to decide take my horse kill my horse and go to the seminary or leave my horse and I stay and don't go to the seminary I, I went to the corral and take my horse and I walk the streets the place where I need to sell and the men they say oh are you crazy what are you doing? what you are doing this your horses it's more expensive wait another week you can you can sell this horse 20% more no, not only 20 well, I uh, know, maybe too much money. <laughs> but now I'm gonna give you just nothing. I yes, said, I need the money because tomorrow I need to go to a the seminar. They took my horse, killed my horse, gave the money to buy a ticket. I was crying. I had to make some decisions that everybody needed to do it. And uh, when I I came from the seminary I started to preach the gospel. But uh, I don't gonna share the too many things but uh, when uh, when I was in the town with the uh, missionaries when I they went they they go they go to some many places that they stay for five years, two years, and they come back. And they leave the 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 church, abandon the church. You know. And uh, I see some of the pastors suffering. One of my friend, good pastor, old one. He, he when I look him, he, he was like a for me, like Apostle Paul, with him, he loved to go to different places, share the gospel. And one day, I see him, very poor, very old. He uh, was walking to bed because something happened, like a, um, something like a, how do you call him? you have a, something you have, you can, more, stop. Yeah, but he had no money, and I was, I was so sad. Those people work a lot. Now they are like me. So I said, why? Oh, and I start to pray, with the Lord help me. I said, Lord, help me to go to a big city like. Juarez, Juarez where I am a pastor, is a city of probably two or three millions If I go to a city and I have a church bigger than the one that I have, but I can help these pastors. Because they are older, they are suffering, and I went to a city and started a church. Now we have, we have the first church in the city of Juarez. And, and we said, well, we can go to the United States. We cross the border to the Paso, Texas, and now we got six churches. Six churches in Paso, Texas. But uh, one day, I'm talking about 25 years ago, in the national news of Mexico, they were saying that uh, one tribe was in way to disappear. When the Spanish came to Mexico, this any group was millions. Now they was around hundreds. But in a few years, no more taramaras in Mexico. And they was invited to the crossroads, to the crossroads, to take blankets because it's too cold in the mountains, food. And I said, well, I never went to the Los Mountains. And, and, and I make a trip to explore. I like to go, further, the, the place where no, no one can go. You know. I went there, and in that day, uh, I I saw a dead man that was carried to bury. Know, you know, but uh, they put him in a beam two men in a beam and he was in, in a blanket they was walking with the dead man and I, I talked to the chief of the of the, of the village and I said why this man pass away he told me well a month ago he came in and asked me for a little cord months a month and one week later he came with the same question but I cannot not to give him he died of hungry I never was thinking that somebody died of hungry but this what the chief was saying he died of hungry and I and when I was there, the Lord bring to my mind some scriptures that I know those scriptures, but in that day it was so clear to me. It like the Lord was asking to me, you see me hungry, you see me <laughs> sick or without clothes. And I said to me, Why? I was thinking when I go, when I die, I go with the Lord. But the Lord asked, How many souls you bring to my kingdom? But now the question is, You saw me hungry? You saw me sick? And I said, Lord. Please help me to come to this area to bring food. And I went back to my city and I see my shoes. were well, not a rich people. Yes, poor people. There was making around huh? $25 a week. There is the, well I mean it's no, I, I don't know how else the minimum they is twenty-five dollars a week. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. And I say they have to pay bills, you know. They have to eat. They have. And then I ask, is man for This is something I don't know. I need to know. It was very, really, really sad. And uh, I started to pray and say, Lord, I, I need to do something. We are Christian. And, uh, and then I see how the Lord opened doors. And if I see the Lord open doors, that means, the, the Lord of the Bible is the same Lord yesterday, today, and forever. And he had plans for every one of us. And one man from, from United States, he, he went to visit me. He said, hey, Pastor Thomas, can I pray for you? He said, well, <laughs> I have in my mind that I want to go to the Indians and He said, "Well, pray for me because I like to go to the Indians, and I don't have the money." And he he was from Idaho. He was a pastor from Rio church in Idaho. And when we was coming to Idaho, he passed by Las Vegas, Las Vegas Nevada, and he met with another friend, and he shared my church with him. And this friend my friend went to his boss and shared that one pastor in Mexico when to go to the Indians and take food to them, but he had the money. And this man, he said, well, go and say to this pastor that I want to give the money that he can go to the Indians. And he go back from Las Vegas to Juarez. And he said, I find a friend in, in the boss of my friend, he said, how much money do you want? And he said, well, if I yes, because I was thinking that if I go to those mountains just for the travel, for the journey, I need $1,000. Bless you. <laughs> and I said, well, if I yes for $1,000, but it's too much. I said, well, say to this man that he gave me it $600. It's okay. I... I look for the rest. and This man sent me 600 dollars each month to go to the mountains. Is how I start to take food to the people. But he did around two or three years. I never met the man, but he is a rich man. Uh, how do you say his name? I never, I, I never talked to him. But the Lord used this man to push me to take blessing to the mountains. And uh, I came to the district, Rocky Mountain District, and say, well, many pastors from the Christian Mission Alliance, go to Mexico. But they go with Assembly of God, they go Baptist, but then they never go with us. Why you know? Go with us. He may like to be some Indians in the mountains. I don't know if you can you me. In that time was the the superintendent comes around the superintendent. The he was a Twin Tim Owen. Tim I don't know if you he was a wonderful man. He went with me to the mountains. And, and, and they start to help me. We work in Rio Chico. with a base. missionary base. And, and uh, what we are doing in Rio Chico is to bless the pastors around. It's what I shared with you when I was moving from that area to the forest. Because I like to bless those pastors. They the most of them, they pass away, but we help the widows. And now, we got new pastors from quarries in the area. And we are helping them, church uh, George Juarez, and, and now the district is helping those people too. But, uh, in Rio Base, we want to get, uh, a place where we got, uh, uh, sheep, cheap, uh, and pigs, cows, and, and we have a piece of land where we need to plant corn and beans and foods, you know, because that kind of food, we can take it to the mountains. I believe that We are not reaching a uh, goal today, but we are working to do it. In, uh, in the area that we start to, to evangelize in those mountains was not easy to go if you like to go with me you're welcome but, uh, we need to walk uh, Stamble he, Jim Stamble he walked with another pastor to to the Kenyans in those days we had nothing just yes, mountains in Indians in some places because we don't have they don't have any village to meet them in given caves. And, but uh, we start with uh, to make uh make a place in the mountain uh, to to take food and and now and, and we start to teach the kids in school you know from the La escuela primaria, ¿cómo es? First class. Yeah, tú. La secundaria. ¿Tú la secundaria? Second class. Second class. Okay, bueno. Junior Junior high. Junior high. Mm-hmm. In, in, we, are, we have around 100 kids. You know, they come from different places around the mountain. We need to feed them every day. We need to have a place to stay. Most of them they have fathers, no mothers. And uh in our kids, they are grown. Two or three weeks ago I went to the Talumara and baptized twenty six people. The Talumana is 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 a, a time very difficult to reach with a But uh, you are in the Lord. You can take hope to those people. They was killing one another. They were was drunk, fighting each other. Some of them they kill their wives. They treat the wife like a, the worth than a donkey. It's too sad. You know? No, the government, they the 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 politics, Mexico, they don't do nothing. They cannot do They said, all the time there are problems. We don't want anything with the Indians. We are spending our money here with them. They never see. And I took some doctors to, me, to visit some of those villages, village. and I really am saying when I see them drunk, and the doctor was trying to to help them. It's, I say this is very, very death when you see a people, destroy you know, destroyed, without future, but we was in the name of Jesus, and like three weeks ago, I went to the same village, and now we have a, a church in the village. In the whole village, became came to be a Christian. One man, he turned up and said, I was the only one that became to the Lord. I don't know why I wait until now. But uh, now the whole village is a Christian. They sing songs. To We went to have a service in one of the churches. We got seven churches in the Tarahumara now with Taromara pastors. It was like 500 Christians praising the Lord. Taromara people was preaching, singing. But 25 years ago, no one was a Christian. Now, Mexico is a country close to 25, 250 250 times Most of the missionaries from United States Canada, they go to the Mexican people, to the Mexico city. It's one city, uh, probably 20, right? I don't know. It's one of the biggest city in the world. Like. Peking or other cities. And they go to those big places. But uh, those 250 tribes, they they are the same people that Cortes met him when he came to to this continental. They have their own language, their own culture, culture. They have that their, their, their own religious and nobody is with Jesus to see because they live in very remote places, difficult places. When I went to the Tarawana, I, I I I stopped in a place where I, I said this is my ten for a widow. I, I can see to the to the western to the western no 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 como say. para el sueste sueste como se dice sueste ah I forgot east and west ¿verdad? to the I, I, I was to the west and see the mountains like a uh, like many mountains and I see the mountains far away, blue mountains. So, so far. But many canyons. No roads. No highways, no nothing. Just canyons. And I see those blue mountains. And I said, how many people are to those mountains? they don't know Jesus and I said, Lord what I'm doing what I need to do it's very difficult steep places cliff for everywhere I feel the Lord saying to me, "Evie, because I have one son, just one son. Eh? If you sacrifice, you don't mountains What do you do? And what do you think the answer?" go back to my house until I love you. If I don't find you, I call many people to come and help me because my son we call us. They are living like prehistoric times, worship the sun, the moon, and those kind of things. And when one of them became to be a Christian he went to the doctor and, and he met a Christian and shared the doctor, and he went back to his land with a Christian with a Christ with a God in his heart. And he shared with his family. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the people he died he took him to the jail and, and punished him and said if you continue to be a Christian we're going to do something else but some people believe in Jesus and they say if you keep if you believe, we want going to take you and you out of our community you need to make a decision be a Christian or lose everything you have and they said, well, we need families, they were like twenty families in a big duck. And they went to the border and uh the and uh, don't them. They don't know. They they all have land, they all have house. they all have also they don't have they they take everything from them. They was alone just walking they don't know where only because they believe Jesus When happen some of the visionary from Mexico city they say that some people Christian is a place and I went to see them but they, they were so poor with many problems And we are working with them. And this is so beautiful. Now we are helping them to take the gospel to others. This kind of testimony is because you need to know that when you go to Vichico and work in that place, and I hope that next year, next year, we have a good harvest corn because we can bless the people from the mountains and, and we bring the Indians to the base of Rishiko. We have, we show they use some there, Rishiko and Taraharis, they have to work and, and, and they are learning to, to take care of some animal. And now what I say, when you be a missionary, you don't wait that somebody send you to other countries. You need to start here. One of the greats uh, uh, problems I guess that we do like in church that we send some missionaries to other countries, but they don't know how. When, when, solve for the Lord. If somebody don't win one man, one woman to the Lord here in your own church, how you send it to other countries? Do you know how the Lord works? How the Lord changes lives? If we are a missionary, we want to start here. When we are. We are friends. We are people. And the Lord we are, the Lord, is going to put some challenge in each of us different challenge. In some other, like we can help somebody in Mexico. Like you are doing, you go to Mexico, work in Mexico, but you want to have fruits. Because we are working through your head and take the gospel to other people. And now I'm so dead. And I came to say to you that we all have choice. If we are a Christian, we need to share the gospel with other people. And I'm very sure that the Lord decides to use your life but sometimes you say, Lord, I'm not the, the, the people that make that you. Like. When I be better, I go down. No 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 no. The Lord wants to use your life like you are. Don't wait for tomorrow. You need to start right now. And I'm sure that these shoes gonna grow. Not because you are very wise, but because the Lord is working to your life. And you're gonna see people come to the to the doors. You're gonna say, What happened? Yes, the Lord is bringing people to the to, to the church. You need to receive them, love them, because the work of the Lord is beside you. No other way just to serve the Lord. The Lord used us to do great right things in our lives. i like to pray for you because you are very important people. You know? I say thanks to the Lord for bringing me to this church. I never asked to come here. Somebody made a problem, you know. Somebody Make the I want to go, and, and I don't decide you know, to go this way. But I'm so happy that the Lord brings me to you because I believe that the Lord has something to say to your life. Don't believe that you are here just yes, because accident. So happy to know you are in a purpose of God. How you are? The Lord has something to do in this place. And I believe that in these places, very important people, that the Lord will do great things, great miracles. No matter if you are older or young, rich or poor, the Lord is the same. He likes to use you, you know, you tongue. He likes you to use your mind, your character, what you have to bless others. Are you ready? I hope yes. Everybody. Lord, thank you because what you do in Mexico with our lives, you can do more things. Here these church with these wonderful people, these people is so beautiful. You love them so much. I pray the pastors. Like the leaders of this and the church. Now I ask, this they see how the Holy Spirit work in this church, bringing people to to the Lord, bringing bringing people to be healed, bringing people to be a, a, a people that reach other people. Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful choice. Thank you in Jesus' name.